I'm Zim, and you're listening to the Helpful Photographer Podcast in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. This is part two of a three-part series on organizing your images. If you haven't listened to the previous podcast on getting your images from camera to computer, you might want to do so first. Now that you have all your images on your computer and in Lightroom, you'll want to whittle it down to just the best ones, the ones you'll share on Facebook or on a website. The problem is, your trip to New York City rendered over 10,000 images. Now what? So this is where Lightroom can be really, really, really helpful. The first thing I like to do is I'll take a very quick look through all of my images and delete the mistakes, like photos from the inside of my bag, my feet, or other unintentional images. If I'm in Lightroom, it will ask me if I want to delete it permanently, and I always click yes. And if I've actually deleted images permanently, then I'll do a quick rename so the numbers are continuous and I don't have any breaks. You can also do this in the previous step before you import into Lightroom. That's up to you. It doesn't really matter. To whittle down your images to just the best ones, you have three labeling options in Lightroom. The simplest are flags. By clicking P, as in pick, it will label your photo with a white flag and put a white highlight around your image. By clicking X as an X-ray, Lightroom will mark your image as a reject, graying out the image and putting a black flag on your photo. Click U as in U-turn to remove all flags. This is a quick way to give your images the thumbs up or thumbs down. For me personally, I often use the reject flag, but I don't often use the pick flag. The next thing you can do is to give your images a color code. When you color code an image, Lightroom creates a color border around the image. Click 6 for red, 7 for yellow, 8 for green, 9 for blue, and for purple, you'll need to go through your menu for that. At this stage in editing, I personally don't find these labels to be useful. The last labeling option available in Lightroom is the star rating. Click 1 for 1 star, 2 for 2 stars, all the way up to 5 for 5 stars. If you want to rate an image up or down, just click the number with the new rating you want to assign. If you want to remove all the stars, click 0. For the way I like to work, I find this to be the most useful. With all of these labeling options, you can now ask Lightroom to only show the images with a particular label. For instance, I can tell Lightroom to show me images with three stars and above, or equal to three stars, or images with three stars or less, plus a red label if I want to. So in this way, I can look at just the images I've labeled in a particular way. So the way that I whittle down my images is in my first go-round, I'll click anything I like with only three stars. This puts it right in the middle. And then I would have Lightroom only show me those images with three stars, and then I would upgrade or downgrade the rating from there. And I would repeat this procedure until I got to the cream of the crop and labeled those five stars. But wait, before you head off and do this, let me share with you my new method for quickly getting to the best images. I'm now using collections. With Lightroom, you have three different kinds of collections, a quick collection, collections, and smart collections. I'm now going to deal with collections. In the next podcast, I'll go over uses for quick collections and smart collections. What you want to think about is a collection is basically a temporary folder where you can reference images from another folder or from multiple folders. Whatever you do here will affect the image in its permanent home, with the exception of deleting. When you delete an image from a collection, you're only removing the reference to it, not the image itself. You can only permanently delete the image from a folder when you are in the folder itself in the library and not a collection. This is why collections are so useful for organizing your images. So let's say my original folder is called New York City, and it's filled with images from my recent trip to the city. I've imported them into Lightroom, 
and I've told Lightroom to keep the images where they are in my hard drive. While I'm in Lightroom and looking at a grid of all the images from New York City, I'll select all of them and create a collection by clicking the plus sign next to the collection label on the left. In the pop-up window, I'll name my new collection NYC-Temporary and click OK. This not only created a new collection folder, it will then open up the collection with all of my NYC images already added to it. If I missed anything, I can go back to the folder in the library and click and drag them into this collection. By the way, Lightroom won't create duplicate images in a collection, so if you select a duplicate image, rest assured that there will only be one in the collections folder. So that was easy, but this is where the hard work begins. From here, I'll quickly go through the images and simply delete anything I don't like. If the images are really horrible and I really don't want to consider them again, I'll mark it reject by clicking X before I delete it. Remember, you're only removing it from the collection and not permanently deleting it. If Lightroom gives you an option to permanently delete the image, you're not in collections. You're in the original folder in the library. Otherwise, the image is only removed from the collection and is still sitting in the original folder in the library. With this first step, I hope to have removed at least 40 to 50% of the images. What I really want to get to is about 30% of the images. Once I have my edit down under 400 images or so, I'll mark all of them with three stars. The fastest way to do this is to click the letter G as in Georgia, and then Command or Control A as in Apple, then the number three. By clicking G, you will go back into the grid. Command or Control A will select all the images so that when you click three, all the images will be rated three stars. Since I just edited down seven to 10,000 images, I'm gonna need a break. I usually let it sit for a day or two before I return. A friend of mine told me she likes to let it marinate for a while, which I think is a great description of what you need to do. So just take a break. Now that a day or two has passed, the really, really hard work actually begins. My next step is to do another very fast run through and delete anything I don't like right away. But wait, before I do that, I may downgrade the image to one or two stars before I take it out of the collection. For the images that are left, I will either upgrade the image to four or five stars, or again, downgrade them to one or two stars, or leave it at three. When I'm done with this, I filter all the images with three stars or less and simply delete them from the collection, leaving only the four and five stars. I'll take a quick look at what's left and see if any need to be downgraded to three stars and if any need to be upgraded to five. And this has now taken a few more hours. So I'll let the images marinate again for a day or two before I look at them again. When I return, if I'm satisfied with the five-star images, I'm done. If not, or I have too many images or too few, it means I need to either upgrade some more four-stars or downgrade some five-stars. Most of the time at this stage, I have about two to 300 images left. So I'll keep upgrading or downgrading the stars until I have what I believe are the absolute cream of the crop, and everything should have five stars, and I would have deleted everything else from the collection. That's it, that's how I get to editing all my images. Next time I'll talk about the final steps and how I use colors and flags. Until then, keep on shooting.